0: It's so situational contingent. It's so contextual to the person. But what I think is extremely empowering for our listeners is we get to determine, we get to choose what deems it is in terms of worth it.
1: It gets hard. Or if you're doing a project or if you're doing whatever, regardless of what it is, there comes a point where you're just like, I don't know if this is worth it anymore. Most of us are looking for hope answers to the madness certainty that we'll be okay and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives in a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos uncertainty and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives it's easy to feel lost hopeless and scared of what the future will hold
0: evolve ventures is here to provide that hope direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Emilia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Bianca and it's Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 260, Why It's Important to Move Out. For today, number 261, Motivation Monday, Signs You Should Keep Trying. And what better episode to have on a Monday in the middle of January, when most people are kind of on the line, starting to teeter, falling off our New Year's resolutions, starting to go back on some of the things that we said we're going to do, hmm. starting to, you know, just just slide a little bit away from all of the things that we promised ourselves. So what we're going to be diving into today is how you should know something is worth pursuing. Uh, how you can help yourself keep trying and keep going even when something is difficult. And honestly, I've never met somebody who is able to just keep going until, like until they get it or until they figure it out better than Amelia. Like I will give you guys a perfect story. Amelia uh and I, and what was this, like two months ago, we were having issues with the sound in the microphone on my computer. We were trying to record episodes. If you guys heard episodes from like a couple of months ago, there were a few episodes where my audio was just horrendous because the mic wasn't t- picking up. And
0: We're not talking about last episode, but apologies for the last two know. episodes because that was audio on my end. That was horrendous. But yeah, we've had some <laughs> our, our audio challenges for sure. <laughs> We we've had
1: we've had some fun with the with the audio tech and all that stuff, but so we were having issues with my microphone, and we checked to see if it was like the microphones that we're using. It wasn't that. We checked the um, like the adapters. We had, we checked literally everything, and it didn't work. We couldn't figure it out. So I went to Amelia's house, which never happens, <laughs> but like, I went to Amelia's house. of <laughs> poking fun, and. <laughs> Guys, I swear we were there for six hours and Amelia nonstop was just in the computer looking at this, looking at that. Then Alan came in. Then both of them are sitting there trying to figure this thing out. And it was like, so it was that six hours. And then there was another day after that where we just continued. And I'm at the point where I'm like, Amelia, I'm going to chuck the computer. We'll just get a new one. And she's like, no, I'm going to figure this out. I need to figure out what this problem is. (laughs) And we ended up figuring it out. There was something wrong with the software and the computer. So we ended up getting a mixer. It It was a driver issue just for all of my techie friends out there. Anywho, (laughs) there was something wrong. Listen, all I know is there's a glitch (laughs) in the computer. There was some sort of glitch. Amelia figured it out. But like four days worth of just going and going and going and going and figuring it out. And I'm sitting there like wanting to strangle her because I'm like Amelia I'm over it and she was just persistent I've never met someone who was able to just persist in that way until they figure it out so now (laughs) really how do you like what's going through your mind that's like no I have to keep going and how can you teach that to everyone who's listening right now.
0: Yeah. Thank you, first of all, for that. Um, it's definitely... <laughs> so, like, the mantra, persistence, pays pays off. I have to give that credit to my mom and dad because I swear they, like, shoved that down my throat when I was younger in, like, the most loving way. It was always, <laughs> like... I Honestly, like, I I give that credit to my parents because they were extremely persistent. So that's something that is certainly a learned behavior. Though I say that, it's not like whoever... Is listening and joining us like anyone that's joining us on this conversation just because you didn't have that growing up does not mean that you can't learn this behavior through exposure of this conversation and through working on it right just like everything else we are human beings that can be rewired and our brain loves new even if it's hard right so the the characteristic underneath it is persistence and that was a learned behavior so start there what was What was I thinking to kind of layer it down for everyone that's joining us to help them become more persistent? I think it comes down to understanding the value of persistence. So let me just give it two courses of this example, right? The the course that you just shared. What's the other course? Well, we go down that rabbit hole of trying for an hour, right? And then eventually we come up with a shared decision that like it's no longer worth it. We would give ourselves a pat on the back for trying and then we would kind of roll over into the helplessness realm of, well, (laughs) I just couldn't figure it out. Right. And that's where the danger zone, honestly, I think really comes because then we're not giving ourselves the credit nor the arena to where we can actually build self-efficacy. If we are persistent, then we have to have enough time in the arena to have it eventually pay off. And key word, eventually.
1: I want to pause you, though. You're doing something during that that I think is unconscious for you, and I want to pull it out. Okay. The emotional, like, resilience in Mm. there. Because I was getting pissed. I was getting pissed. I was like, I can't, we can't figure this out. We've been at this for days. Like, blah, 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 blah. And you were able to stay so regulated, even though you were getting frustrated, too. (laughs) How did you like how did you combat that to allow yourself to keep going? And how did you know it was worth it? Because for a lot of people listening, it probably won't be a computer issue. But like, yeah, let's say there's a goal you're working towards and you're really struggling to feel like it's worth it or you're really struggling to be consistent and to keep going or maybe you're in a relationship and it's starting to get difficult as all relationships do it's not always sunshine and fairies and the like as it Mm -hmm. persists it gets hard or if you're doing a project or if you're doing whatever Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is there comes a point where you're just like i don't know if this is worth it anymore And then all the emotions start coming up. And then all of the narratives that come up about, oh, well, maybe you should just stop or maybe this or maybe that. Talk to us about that. Because I think that's the real like root here. Would you agree?
0: I would agree. And I'm actually really grateful that you made that distinction because I don't really I don't know this. Right. So you pulling it out of me is going to (laughs) help other people bring it into themselves. Right. So like, what I want to say is there's... You're there's just like, quote. I don't know.
1: I just do it. It just is what I it just is. do
0: it. But like <laughs> now that you just said that, it's like, okay, yeah, let, let me help people kind of break it down and bring you behind the scenes yeah. of like what actually happens. So like there's one uh, very famous quote by Friedrich Nietzsche, Nietzsche, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Famous philosopher, right? Okay. And his quote goes something along the lines of like, for he who has a why to live can overcome or bear anyhow. And I've transcoded that essentially into my inner dialogue of when things get hard or when there's a challenge or when there's a problem that exists, I have the the narrative that says, if there's a will, there's a way. And that's always what I'm thinking. And I'm grooving in my narratives. If there's a will, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way, right? So there's a part of me that comes out whenever there's an an opportunity, right? Because you can pretend there's an opportunity Like for that example, where if I had low levels of self belief, right, I wouldn't necessarily say, well, if there's a will, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way, right? I would probably think, well, here's a problem and there's no way for me to overcome this. So I just want to pull the curtain behind that because that has been cultivated over time. Now, here's where the emotional resilience component comes in that I think all of our listeners can begin to start practicing, which is what drove the opposition between or the contrast between. You getting frustrated and having a high emotional arousal and being pissed and wanting to throw the computer out the window, which is what oftentimes people do when it comes to tech. Um, Versus me being like low emotionally aroused, like I'm not like getting super excited in terms of the frustration. It's not like a negative frustration. It's actually a really what I would say positive frustration. Why that is, is because I look forward to and I I the way in which I look at challenges, I look at them like a puzzle. It's like gratification comes once you put the puzzle pieces together. And I think that one of the things that all of our listeners can kind of try to work on, whether it's their fitness, whether it's a relationship, if they look at that like a puzzle and they start to think, okay, well, I have a will to put this puzzle together. And therefore, I'm going to trust in the process that there's that there's a way to figure this out. And I think when you start to think more along those lines, Even if you don't fully believe that about yourself just yet, I think that will put you in the arena a little bit more to be frustrated on the positive
1: end versus frustrated on the negative end and quit sooner. Have you ever found yourself wishing that you could find other growth minded people like feeling stuck and alone because the people around you aren't on the same path as you? we have been there and this is why we created out of the mud it's a free live virtual event hosted the last wednesday of every single month this event is a safe space to hear new ideas take away simple tangible tools and connect with other people just like you without the pressure of needing to engage turn on your camera or worry about judgment How do you teach that to someone who's never done that, though? Like, how do you teach what what would you say, like the first few things are that you would teach to someone to build that frustration tolerance, which is exactly what that is. It's frustration tolerance. (laughs) And then the second question, how do you know it's worth it? Mm, Great question. Okay. Like, how do you know it's worth pursuing to continue? So I'm going to continue with the visual
0: of the uh, puzzle because everything in life I deduce down to a puzzle, right? Puzzles have their pieces that are split up of a picture that's been cut out. And, and the way in which you approach a puzzle is the just, just the same way, if not similar to any challenge in life, I believe. So with that belief, I take that same approach. Let's say, for example, you have a puzzle and you open up the box you see the front of the box, is the end result, right? Which is what you're trying to get to. You put all the puzzle pieces on
1: the table. How do you start to approach this challenge? You start... Can I pause you really quick, though? Yeah, go ahead. You're already assuming that people believe that they're going to get that end result, which is the, like, you're looking at it as if there is a solution. So you're comparing it to a puzzle but you're looking mm-hmm. at the front of it, assuming there's already a solution. Facts. You're doing that unconsciously. People don't do that. Truth. I don't do that. Truth. What if so you did, So how though? do you know that there's, that's an unconscious competency?
0: Truth. But what if you did? Is there any possibility, and this is where, fair, it is an unconscious competency, but what if one was to work on their beliefs to where slowly over time they were to swap that out.
1: Okay. So what you're saying is let yourself learn to build the belief that there is a end result, like that there is a solution that you're looking for. Facts. Absolutely.
0: Because I understand I'm an outlier in that, but I have been able to help other people build the belief that there is a solution to whatever the challenge is. And that slow belief build over time, that adds up to seeing new problems, new challenges that come down the line as something that's more something that they can overcome. For an example, like I, I pulled up um a couple of, of things that I figured would kind of help ground this because again, the tech issues is something that again, that's a skill, right? So what is it like, what's the difference between something that we all can share? So like our iPhones, right? We all have iPhones, Androids, different phones, whatever. I, I looked up what's the current software of iPhones and it's like iOS 17 right now. That was 17 different iterations of the whole team at Apple being able to build their belief that this can get better. There can be a better product out really? there. There's a better software out there that all of our users can use. But if they didn't have that belief, we wouldn't have iOS 17. We would only have iOS 1. And then it would drop off from there and we would never use Apple again. We would never hear about them. So how does that actually pertain to us? The other thing that I brought in was Simone Wells, the Olympian woman who just actually came out with a biography, autobiography that I'm super excited to read. I think it's called like Courage to Soar or something. She was uh, gymnastics. Simone Wells
1: or Simone Biles? Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry. I switched that name. Um. But yeah, so like she, if you kind of think about her story, she didn't start off as an Olympian, right? She built the belief over time through getting exposure, through thinking about challenges a little bit differently, just per the puzzle analogy, right? So for our listeners, there's that one quote, like even if you just take in that quote, if there's a will, there's a way. Even if you don't 100% believe it, what's the 0.01% that you can actually start to believe today. And whether that's your fitness, whether that's your interpersonal relationships, whether that is your tech issue in front of you, your audio issue, you know, slowly over time, trust that that building of that can actually accumulate. Okay.
1: So, step number 1, learn how to develop the belief that you can figure it out. That if yeah. there's a will, there's a way and that you are capable of figuring it out if you give it enough time and if you put in enough effort.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. How do you know what's worth it? Ooh, great question. How do you know what's worth pursuing? And how do you know, like, I, I you and I talk about this, the optimal stopping point. Exactly. Right? How do you know when it's worth continuing and when it's time to maybe throw in the towel that it's not worth it anymore?
0: so interesting because we are the people that determine that what is worth it, right? And so for anyone, I was surprised you brought in that word because I was going to bring an optimal stopping point. I was like, yeah, I probably should stay away from that on a Motivation Monday because I don't know how... Anyways, so I want all of our listeners thinking about <laughs> what you just said. The optimal stopping point to what B just said is like, all of us have experienced this. When we go to go to the movies or when we go into a parking lot and we're late we're always trying to calculate in our brains what is the optimal stopping point to where we should pull into the nearest parking space that we have right here or we should continue inching forward past the different lots to the closer and closer space to the door right because we need to make a movie time for 6 pm right and we're freaking late. So all of us have the skill to be able to do that when it comes to that but yet we're not necessarily tra- like transferring that skill and applying it to asking ourselves, when should we stop pouring into this relationship? When should we pour I mean, a little bit into this relationship? When should we continue to pour and, pour and pour and pour and pour and pour, even at the expense of ourselves? That's the that's in terms of the context of how that parking lot optimal stopping point can be determined with our, with our listeners in terms of our daily lives. How do you determine whether it's worth it or whether you throw in the towel? That is so contingent upon the person, I would say, and the, the short and simple answer is not going to be as sexy as everyone probably wants it, but it, it really lies within the beholder of who deems what is worth it because there's a whole analysis that one has to undergo. Just think about, like, for the parking example, someone like me who values their health and values walking a lot more than trying to, like, waste time in the car and then, you know, has to risk it, I would rather park further away and walk so that I can get in my steps, right? So it's worth it to me to park further away in this specific situation. But let's say, for example, I have my grandmother in the car who just had a hip replacement. For me, it might not be as worth it to walk that much longer because it induces further pain within her, right? So like, it's so situational contingent. It's so contextual to the person. But what I think is extremely empowering for our listeners is we get to determine We get to choose what deems it is in terms of worth it.
1: So it really comes down to the values that you have. So, for example, let's use the computer situation. You and I and you for much longer than me um, have valued saving money. Uh Right. You like you're exceptional at this. I'm starting to get really good at this. We were just having a dialogue about it. Yep. So for you. It was worth it to continue trying to figure out what is the problem. You are you have enough self-belief in yourself to know that I can figure this out if I put in the time and the effort. Uh-huh. And because you value figuring it out and because you value finances, it made more sense to continue trying rather than to just say, forget it, let's get new equipment. For
0: sure, especially because that, oh, like, I think we drastically underestimate the capability of whatever it is at hand. So, like, for example, technology. There's so much capabilities built within that one tool. It's a it's a user issue if we don't understand how to use it and how to pull out all of the the capabilities of that tool. And that's oftentimes what it is, just in terms of tools, anyways. So, I I know we got to wrap up this episode, but I think that that's. That's a really great start for our listeners to really get into
1: signs you should
0: keep trying, right? There's the optimal stopping point. There are opportunities here. that If there's a will, there's a way. And the signs are, comes back to you. You get to determine that.
1: So, B, Not super sexy, but this is really where, this is where the development and where the growth comes in. And if you really want to get good at this, This is how you go about it. We could have given you guys really simple one, two, three, whatever, but that doesn't actually teach you how to do it. And then you don't get to get better. And then you don't get to actually do and have and become all of the things that you want. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in learning more about this, if you're interested in, you know, developing these skills, learning within yourself how to recognize these signs, and maybe you're not super ready yet for one-on-one therapy or one-on-one coaching, we just launched a brand new program and we already have members uh, signing up and they're already telling us how amazing it is. The Evolve You Do You program. It is completely online virtual therapy and coaching at your pace when you want it and it's a subscription-based model. So If you're looking for more information on that, if you want to see how you can sign up, DM Amelia R.I. or go to EvolveVenturesTech.com slash therapy and there's all the information there. Hmm. My
0: final episode for those of y'all that want to continue down this journey is 245 Motivation Monday. What are your love languages if you want to apply this to specific relationships? B, what's yours? And then we will wrap.
1: 220, how to find the right balance for you. Heck yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Happy Monday. Go crush. Don't steal week. my line. Don't steal my line. I almost Don't did. Don't do it. Do it. Don't do Hit it. 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 Hit it from the go back. Let's go. Go crush. Go crush your week <laughs> and we'll see you guys on next time. Bye, Bye everyone.
0: We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth.
1: Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you
0: know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this
1: discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice diagnoses or treatment and does not constitute medical or other professional advice names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity